to the Knock On KCLR and Scoreline.ie's weekly rugby podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by Johnny Tobin from Tuller Rugby Club, Tom Craddy from Carlo, and James Blanchfield from Kilkenny. With lots to discuss, including Carlo's wins over Mullingar in J1 and J2 in the Leinster League, a preview of Kilkenny against Dundalk, preview with Clondalkin against Carlo, and a preview of Tullow v Boyne. Johnny Tobin comes out of retirement for Tullow as well, with more on that. Tullow's Killian Redmond signs for London Irish and joins up with Sean O'Brien. We review the Leinster Dragons game from last weekend. It was bloody awful. Munster against the Somers, a game of two halves. And we talk about 70s porn star moustaches and going from videoing a game to playing in it. And lots more. Welcome, Tom Crotty, Johnny Tobin and James Blanchfield. It's the knock-on. It's our podcast. We're here every week. Lads, how's it going? Not too bad, Stephen. All good, good, all good. Well, all good Tom, in Kilkenny as well. Absolutely. Tom, you were the only team out in action last weekend and uh, you weren't terribly confident going to Mullingar, but by God, you came back with a smile on your face. I know, slightly confident. It's just we're missing Two wins. a couple and you know what, but um, you'd always be worried going away, you know, so... Um, no, got two great wins. Started off with the the seconds, and they won fourteen eleven. Well, they were winning by a bit more. We gave away a try in the last, literally the last minute of the game. Um, just a great old game, and we even had the uh, Tom Bulger arrive back up again. Oh my! Uh, <laughs> Will he ever retire? Oh, well, this is it. Uh, when the band arrived up a train a couple of weeks ago, I we went, "Oh, Jesus, here we go again." I, tell you, I saw Tom, the uh, I saw the team on uh, the KCR, was he at the inside centre. Hold on now, Tom. He started at uh, inside centre, and then he moved to, <laughs> through injury, moved out half, and uh, <laughs> then he ended up going in scrum half. His so, pace was outstanding. The legend, yeah. the legend that Tom is, in fairness to him, I look in fairness to him, look, he's a mighty man. Comes, he's he puts the boots on every year, and just no. rise up and. We're kind He's of waiting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to make a comment on that one. <laughs> I used to uh, hate yeah. seeing him coming at a rock because he used to make a run for about 40 yards at full oh, back. No. He used to like he was well blow your head off. And he'd hit yeah. the bloody rock and you'd go, Jesus Christ, here he comes again. I'm in for another day of this, like, you know. And he'd wind you up, you know, in fairness, like, he was a good old character. He said himself never struck it off on the pitch, I will say that, like, <laughs> you know what, I could always, you can always see him that he's, he's carol to the bone, like. Oh, absolutely, he's just so, but he's just so funny, and straight away, I'm going in there, I'm going out half, I'm going scrum half, you can just move out, there's no, there's nobody else who's going into those positions, so, anyway. Yeah, this was great to watch, there's a... Uh, the player Jack Hickey, you know, Jack has the handlebar moustache, you know, it's more like a 70s porn star running around. But <laughs> I've never seen um, I've never seen anyone tackle his, his tackle count on, on Sunday was just phenomenal. And it's old fashioned tackling, those lads in shock to be running and to be hit, hit around the ankles. You know, he get up and next minute he tackle another fella and then went on and uh, did the same. He came on the, on the first, then. Uh, for the last last twenty minutes or so, and continued on continued on tackling on that. Fantastic! Some good young players actually around. Um, Tell me this second. one: Did you get money through now from that t- under eighteen team that, that that won the league last year? Would they now have been playing the other day? Um, we had one on the seconds. 
Right. Uh, but he was to sub up to the first, but um, he got a bang in the knee and uh, he ended up, he, he couldn't sub. Right. So that's how Jack got, Jack got moved up. He filled in. Okay. But, um, no, we had uh, the, I think the first, on the first team then, like the one, the one was uh, 18-7. They had scored a try in the first. Evan Gordon got um, a try from a mall in the first half. Um, followed by Cameron Brennan, who played underage, would have been on that 18s team that won the treble a couple of years back. Cameron played at uh, 13, and my own young fella played at 12. Uh, Cameron scored a fantastic try. The John Weiss is playing, it was playing out half. Uh, John was like, uh, completely got a, re- a, re- a revival. You're putting all the stuff outstanding, huh? John's a cousin of mine. Yeah, John played. Uh, he just was like a young lad. Absolutely yeah. had a cracking game. Yeah. Um, I don't know what, but it's just uh, having the break and having kind of players around him now. Just just had a great game. Yeah. Um, and Richard was full back, was he? Yeah, and Richie full back. There's like boys aren't young. In fairness, no. but they they were like two young fellas on Sunday, and that's <laughs> to be fairness, athletic, to, you know, and to be naturally yeah. fit as well, like you know. Absolutely, you can tell they're playing hello in six weeks, can't you? What? <laughs> you can tell you're playing Tullow in six weeks, can't you? You're pulling out all the stops. Ah, no, 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 no. Local rivalry is great, isn't it? But I know, look, hats yeah, off yeah. the boys. They, they got the win. It's great to get a win away. Like, Mullingar started off, they were poor enough. They got that. Their coach was saying, like, Thomas Campbell is still coaching him. And he came on at the scrum half. He uh, mm. was saying earlier he was doing the video at, in the first half. And then I think he got taken threw on the boots and came on himself. So. Because when he joined Mullingar, I think it's maybe three, four years ago, like he got a big revival going on there, like, and they, they started to make shapes, but I don't really know what seemed to seem to have gone downhill since by by all accounts, have they? Yeah, but the, just like still, they had the, the Islander still playing with him and he was well, he's thirty nine. Or Lamaki via Polo or Lamaki. Yeah, I know, like I know he's still guy. playing. He's a fierce nice fella. Fierce, nice fella, good player, but like he's well, he's thirty nine years of age. He's had more clubs than Tiger Woods as well, like since he's come <laughs> to Ireland. Like he's, I, I I think he's he's been with Tom and Gary Owen, Young Monster, Nina Orman, Tullamore, and now with Mullingar. You know, I think I think it was Gary Owen that brought him over initially. Yeah, look, he's a, look, he's a, he in his day he was a good player, but I mean he yeah. was he was warming <clears> up. He was he was out stretching himself before the this our seconds game, so I took right. him. Need two hours to warm up. Get into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no, no, we're an assassin. Huh? Your seven is an assassin. He's a serious tackler. Who's Mullingar seven? The lad with the long hair. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a he's a beast. Yeah, but uh, he put two lads on the shelf for us. Yeah, he's kind of that. He well, yeah, he's, he's um. Human. Big tub. He has a he has a nasty little street to him too. Yeah. No, he has this, he's, he's, in the heart. What? he's he's not standing on anyone or he's not doing nothing crazy. No, he's just no. he's very physical no. and he's he's he borderline, is. but he's he's physical. He got dumped, contact. He got dumped backwards though. He got he got hit in the first half by one of the backs, and he got he absolutely poleaxed backwards up on his arse. So. Which was nice to have, nice to see. I don't think he was expecting it. That's a mini victory for Carlo there. Oh, um, totally. Actually, look, isn't everything like that a little mini victory? 
Yeah, so I know. Look, we're looking at a good place than heading to Clondalkin at the weekend. So it should be Clondalkin as well now, shouldn't he? Yeah, well, they just don't get involved with them. Well, that's so it. You're, yeah, you're yeah, going yeah. to you're going to hell. That's where you're going. Yeah, it's always a tough place to go, and they love scrummaging. And they, the crowd, everything's there. It's just niggly, niggly. They want you to get, come down to a level, and it's mm. if you just let them in at all. The lads have been warned for two weeks about this. So if they if they blow it on Sunday because of that, they should be shot because you just can't get involved. You know, should know them by now. You can't get Bring involved. Up across the bank, Tom. Huh? Bring <laughs> them up across the bank. Good luck. Oh Jesus! Yeah, just stay quiet and let them off. Yeah, you have to when you're going there. You can't entertain that stuff when you go there. They'll just no. get on top of you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The crowd are We always find it so hard. We could be having an exceptional season and we go up there and we just find it so hard to get a victory. Yeah. And they could come back down to Tullow then and you, you just smash them. like. But when yeah. you go up there, there's something about it. It's like Longford. It's an awful yeah. place to go. Yeah. <laughs> an awful journey. Nice place, but an awful fast. journey. <laughs> We're talking about the rugby now, not tourism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tourism island, Ireland, be shutting us down. <laughs> Tell you. Um, yeah, James, you, you, you've got uh, Dundalk at home. Um, yeah, so you're by, yeah. by a bit, bit of confidence from your last game and your win, of course. Yeah, the boys have a lot of confidence in. I was talk, talking with Doc there last night, and you know, he's, 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 he's optimistic. He has. Um, is a good squad squad ahead of them. A little bit more depth starting to come in now. The last week, uh, a prop with a lot of AIL experience has just rocked up the training there out of the blue on Tuesday night. Um, and I mean, a lot of AIL experience. He's just relocated to Kilkenny, so that's like you know that's that's a big one for us, given the difficulties that we've been having in that department so far this season. And what's more, he can play tight head or loose head, so it's a that's a big plus for us. Um, Roy Stanley is back from injury, so for 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 this weekend's game against Dundalk, uh, Jack Nolan is back. He was meant to emigrate to China, but uh, I don't really know what happened. But apparently, he's back in the mix as well. Um, Wes Carter is carrying a knock from the last game, so remains to be seen whether whether Wes will be in the mix or not. Liam Caddy will also be back this week. So, from that perspective, for Dave um, and Stevie Ashmore, like they're the squad is nearly is nearly right, and um, there's a mate of Dave O'Connor's actually as well after joining us as well from the UK, a guy called Jake Prattley. So he would have played a lot of rugby um, with Leeds Rhinos, in Leeds Rhinos Academy when he was growing up, and he em- he actually emigrated to Finland a number of years ago where he met Doc. I think the two of them coached the, fin- the Finnish national team there for for a couple of years. So he's uh, he just decided to come over as well and. Play a bit of ball, so he's kind of a 9, 10, 12, 13 sort of player. So, what's yeah, more, Sean Moran, who has been kind of Sean would have been an Irish youth for us about six years ago. He's been working abroad for the last couple of years, but the company he's working with, um, Modubuild, they brought him back to Kilkenny in the last couple of weeks, so he's back as well. So, where four or five weeks ago we were minus maybe 9, 10, 12 players from last year, suddenly we're we're back up maybe six or seven players that we weren't planning to have. So that's a big plus. And then that where that's going to have a big effect is most of all is it's going to free guys up for the seconds and hopefully start getting a little bit more traction and a bit more results there with twos because um you know they were disappointed not to get their game two weeks ago um against Sutton. 
Um, Dundalk will bring down the second team, so hopefully there'll be a bit more strength back down there as well. So look at all is good in that front, and we had a mixed bag as well with the youths last weekend too. But the under the, the under sixteens, who I saw for the first time, had a big win against New Ross. Um, that's that, that's the team, Johnny. You mentioned that I think they have ten Southeast players on the squad. Yeah, um, yeah. I really, really, really liked what I saw in some of the players, um, particularly the out half um, the young ring. I think it's Daniel Ring, is it? Yeah, that's him. Really, really, really exciting kind of player. Has absolute gas to go. Like he'll just give him a gap, and he, he went length of the pitch, first phase off his scrum there the other night, like from from behind his own dead ball line. And he just went the whole length of the pitch. He's lightning quick now. Fair. Lightning quick. Yeah, one of the really, really important things for us as well that happened last weekend was our women, uh, senior women, played a game. They were up in Wicklow. Now look at they lost, but for us it's huge that they're back in now and they're getting in games. So I think they're out again this weekend in the friendly, in the friendly match. I'm not, I'm not sure who they're playing. Um, the under sixteen girls beat uh, the light or the wolves in um, in the cup. I think they they they, they beat them well uh, at home. Uh, the under eighteen girls lost to Tullamore. So look at I mean things are looking well across the club, and this weekend there's another tranche of games out. So things are looking well. But on the first, they'll be they'll be quietly confident on Dock coming down. Dundalk have been kind of riding the crest of a wave for the last two rounds of the league. So we'd hope that uh, we'd hope we can put a, a halt to their march, you know. Yeah, and and apply the sacred weapons. That's it, yeah. Well, look at I mean you can't the other side of it is is yeah, it's great about talking about all these lads who have come back and who've arrived, but you just can't parachute them in either. There's a, a big cohort of fellas there that have been training since what, what is it, since the beginning of July yeah. and they're up to speed on the on the game plan and the mm-hmm. systems and the calls and all this kind of stuff and they're fit as well you know you just can't parachute a lad in and say Jesus he's a great lad he played AIL rugby for 10 years in you go you know it might turn out to be the worst you might turn him off it completely so you know there's a there's a process we have to go through and you never know as I said, the seconds could be very strong this week. They could have Jack Nolan, the lad Joe Moynihan, Sean Moore, and, uh, all playing for him, you know. So, yeah, that's it. Well, things looking up there anyway. It's a completely different tune to what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago. So, it is, yeah, that, that's good to see. It is, yeah, it, it is good to see. Looking at it, it's, it's, it's down to a lot of hard work and endeavor as well. Like, you know, Dave O'Connor really, he's like, I, I was chatting with him last night, just I rang him for a chat, like, and. He's saying he's on the phone two, three hours a day. Like being a head coach as well and trying to balance a job isn't easy. Mm-hmm. And like Tom, you'll say from a president's perspective as well, like your head is stuck in everything. Yeah. You know, you're getting phone calls about. I was only talking, I sprang Dave Matthews today, our president. Like, I said, I actually don't know how he does it, like or how you do it, because your head is stuck in absolutely everything that's happening in the club. And you're getting phone calls about Gene Mack about child protection for use, use of photographs in the paper. To recruiting players to booking a bus like i mean it's it's the work that goes in behind the scenes and clubs is is incredible you know and uh yeah. it's 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 testament to to everyone that what they've done in the last few weeks to try and pull it all together for us no different to yourselves and carlo tom and ian Tolo, johnny you know yeah it's funny when you talk about doc ringing lads because when he when he came back to kenny was a three three years ago he's in his third season yeah yeah i was chatting to stevie ashmore and he said doc is crazy and i said what do you mean he said he has a folder at home, he says, with about 70 or 80 guys' names who played for Kilkenny. And he's ringing yeah. every single one of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you've got to do, is it? Yeah, he's crazy, but yeah. you have to do. Like, and he's, like he's reaping the rewards. This is it. 
you know, there's a chap from Greg Namana, his name is Jim Ryan, and Jim played, he came through New Ross, but he played a really high level of AIL rugby again, and I think he eventually signed for Bowes, but like, Doc somehow knew about this fellow, and nobody else in Kilkenny knew about him, you know, it's it's, it's all about, I suppose, the context too. And, yeah, you know, so Doc won't go lot that, that no one else knows about. Yeah, Jim Ryan's yeah. a good player. Yeah. Mm. You know, I think he, I think he's after signing for someone in Limerick. I think he might be gone to Bowes or something like that. But mm. you know, there was talk of him moving to Kilkenny, moving home to live in Kilkenny or something like that. But um, was it Lansdowne? He was with me. Did a couple of years in Canada yeah. as well. Yeah. But you know, it's it, it, it's a question we ask a lot. Like, what actually talent is around that we don't know about? Even in Carlo, even in in Tullo, like what lads are living local that might be commuting to play play a bit of ball, play with their club rugby in Dublin and living down here. You know, it'd be great if you could actually have a have a I suppose a framework of all of the rugby players and where they live, and you just tip into it. So well, that lad's living in Thomas, and we give him a ring. You know, it's tough. Yeah, yeah but let you let you wear that though. Steve would be no str- Steve would be no stranger to a telephone either, because I know when he was in Carlo, we spent a a couple of meetings together, and he was after yeah. ringing so many people. Like he's, yeah. he has. Um, Steve is great. He's a gift of the gab when it comes to. He's a good salesman. He does, yeah. He's Look, at, I suppose one thing about Steve is like he's he's always in it for the right reasons, you know. And sometimes I say, "Geez, we're a sucker for punishment." Like, when when will you stop and just allow yourself have Steve time, you know? Because when he joined us first in, I think it was two thousand and eleven, maybe two thousand and twelve. Like he went straight through. He got us two towns cup finals. Got us promotion to one B, promotion to one A. Like we unbelievable success under him and he's when he was stepping down he said yeah i'm stepping down now and i'm going to have some steve time three weeks later he was managing a coach in our women's team you know and then after love that, he that you, steve time pardon love would do that to you <laughs> <laughs> and uh three weeks then he, a season after that he was finishing up and i texted him and i said uh, so you're going to enjoy steve time you're getting back into coaching he goes oh, back into coaching but not with kenny and he sent me a picture of Oak, Oak Park, and I was kind of going, ah, right, I might have to delete your number off the phone. <laughs> and uh, then, like, he finished with you guys. <laughs> finished with Carlo, came back to us then. And then last year, he was involved with the Kildare footballers. Like, and how one man can fit so much into his time, I don't know. But look, he's a credit. He's, a, he just, he's, 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 he's just in it for the right reasons, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's a good, he's um, a winner, Johnny, you've got uh, Boyne visiting town this weekend. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's um it's actually positive. I, I think we could have a second team out this weekend, which would be really tough. positive for us. Uh numbers have been improving an awful lot in training. Um lads have been putting lads have been leading it rather themselves. I seen in the seconds group chat there the other day, my youngest brother putting in a text message to get lads training. He's only back about two and a half weeks himself and he's already hopping off lads to get back training, give it about another month now and he'll be gone missing himself. But um Yes, it's looking well. Um, lads are training well. Uh, Tuesday night, the really good numbers are actually training tonight because we have GEA tomorrow. So um, we should have a lot of lads back this weekend. I know Will Kelly's coming back from Castle Dormer because they're finished now. And then Tullow are playing the Cops tomorrow night and Kilbride are playing tomorrow night as well. So we should have a good few lads back uh, after this weekend. So all moving in the right track. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, our women's team had a big win last weekend there, 32-15 against Eden Derry. Or 25-12. One of them one of them wins either. Um, not too sure, but it's a big win on the road. 
Absolutely, and they have Railway Union coming uh, yeah. to Tullow this again as well. So that, be just on the Tullow women, actually, the guy Jay Cratley that's come over to play with us, his wife is a Finnish international, and I believe she's after joining Tullow as well. Oh, she came last year, I think. Yeah, she's back again. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jake Bradley's actually coming in to work with us in Kilkenny College. That's right. Um, yeah, yeah. Jake's good. He was yeah, meant to come a couple of years ago. I think he went. He went back traveling. Nice fella. Yeah. Yeah. Um, look, it's all looking well. The youth teams are flying it there at the minute. Under thirteens are after bagging a couple of wins in the scrape for them first year at, at uh, full fifteen rugby, and they've got two games in the AstroTurf already, so they're flying it there. Two good wins. Um, 14s, 15s, 16s all moving well. Our 16s are a little bit struggling for numbers at the moment because of county football. We've a lot of lads playing county football. Uh, the Colts, I think it's called in Carlos, is it, Tom? Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah, we're the same. Our 16s are our sixteens are struggling too, Sam. Yeah, we've a lot of lads playing football on that. Um, but yeah, look at we are where we are. And the, the main positive is there's kids on grass. Yeah. You know, there's kids out playing ball and whether they have 13 aside or, or 38 on the on the line it doesn't matter they're playing ball it's, it's brilliant like you know it's great to see yeah. it yeah i John... to say the same the our own youths our own youths had actually all teams out last weekend won uh including yeah, big weekend last weekend yeah, yeah it was a great weekend and just we better mention the girls the under 16s the rhinos and the under 14s rhinos both of them won the cups yeah, and that's the combination really of ourselves and and Tullo. and it's turned out to be a, quite a good success. Um, so we're we're, we're, far anyway, Tom. we've a week, yeah, we've a week off this week, and then they're, the 16s are playing a tie in this in the quarter final, and uh, hopefully we can get through to get through that. I hear a Tullo legend is coming out of retirement this weekend as well. Yeah, who's that, John Brown? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so John Brown actually might be there. I don't know if he's playing, but Paddy is playing. Yeah, so I got, a, I got an interesting phone call yesterday where I play on a president select 15 of uh, past players and retired men. And I said, um, Thanks, Paddy. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'll be there. <laughs> so it's gonna so be what's the game, Johnny? It's a uh, president select 15 versus a doll and Shannon, the old right. boys. Um, so a bit of crack, the bar is open and stuff like that. So I stay, I suppose it's to mark the opening of the pitch as well. And Paddy would have played for the doll in Shannon a few times. And um, Tommy DeWare and himself would have represented it at that level. But yeah, look at it. It's going to be funny. Uh, I'm looking forward to it now, to be honest with you. I, I hope ask we a question, you. Johnny. Yeah. You just said you're coming out of retirement. Yeah. You know, you had to actually have played to go into retirement. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, the last time I played you, you were standing over a rook and you're doing a lot of chit chat and talking. That's all you ever done on the grass pitch. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, we'd say nothing because in the same game, Joe Manuel ran me over like a steam train. Should be good old crack. I'm joy and it should be good, yeah. Yeah, a bit of a laugh, you know. Absolutely. Um, something to do. Um, some other good news from a Tolo perspective. Um, Killian Redmond uh, is joined or has joined or signed for London Irish. Yeah, uh, was made official uh, early this week. Um, so, as the lads know, Killian has worked really, really hard to get back to rugby from a, an illness when he was younger at 19. And um, right. it's worked really well for him there. And uh, I suppose Sean played a massive part in. 
getting him across the border for a trial, but Killian had to do the hard work when he got there. And he's um he's obviously done really well at it. And Declan Kidney has saw something in him. So he signed a contract there, uh senior players contract uh Monday Monday afternoon. So yeah, Excellent. really good. Great stuff. Really Great stuff. Um Danny lads catch any of the Leinster Monster games at the weekend. Yeah, I watched I watched the whole Monster game um the other night. Uh, one who was at DHL, the Stormers, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, yeah. game of two that, halves, yeah. sort of job, wasn't game it? Two halves, yeah. Jays were broken in the first half. Were chronic. Yeah. I think the Stormers might have gassed themselves out as well, and they gave it everything they had in the first half. And maybe if that they they had a try disallowed, maybe if that old try was allowed, things might be different. Peter Romani made a, a last ditch tackle. I actually dubious enough. It could have been for for me. It could have been a. Was he within the laws doing it? I don't know. <laughs> Is he ever within the laws? Yeah, you know. Um, but no, I think Munster did well in the second half. That you know, I remember tweeting it, and I think you liked it, Johnny. Munster were doing what Munster do. They just what was it? Four forwards tries. Four like, forwards tries. Yeah, they reverted yeah. back to type, and it worked. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so I tell you, Joey Carberry's not playing well. You said that last week, and I watched. Yeah, and he's not. He, he, he is definitely. There's no, there's, there's no forward steps there. at all. Um, no. He was sitting very deep again, like as we you know he does anyway. But it's just there's no, there's no progression, and that's what worries. We'll be on the hunt for another half in the summer. Well, I don't think they need to be. I think they have it. I think Jack Crowley is going to be. I think Jack Crowley, Ben Healy. They are going to they be. Have, yeah, they have, yeah, but they have out. They have, but I'd be more worried about Ireland, about the Irish position because, yeah. like, outside of Johnny, uh, I know Ross Burns there, but Harry. I hope, hope Harry needs something. Mm. Somebody needs to come up because we have no attacking out half. No, there's no one like they're all good. Like uh, Ross is uh, fantastic. He'll run. He'll run the ball. He'll run the ball well, but there's no one like the Sexton will attack the gain line. You know, uh, and we'll the, go for it. Whereas we don't have an attacking out half in the country. At the more the moment. Th- yeah, the more I think about the Joey Carberry thing, uh, like when he was with Leinster, and then you know, looking back and listening to old interviews as well, like Leinster tried him at the whole out half thing, and he eventually ended up back at full back. Yeah. And then Munster came knocking and said, "Jesus, lads, <laughs> any chance to take him off your hands?" And uh, Leo Cullen was given a choice: well, Ross Byrne or Joey Carberry. And he held yeah. on to Ross Byrne. So, I monster was Neve so I heard Neil Briggs saying it on the new on news talk last night. Sorry to mention competition, a uh, competitor no, station there, no, Stephen. No, she's not. Uh, <laughs> um, but she, she said that off, very, yeah. very same thing. So, Joey Carrie, she sees him as a 15. Yeah. yeah. And I'd 100% agree with her. He played fantastic in the tie as a young fella. He played, I watched him. I watched him play for for Black Rock. It was unbelievable that year, and I can't, couldn't understand how. I, well, I blame Joe Schmidt. Half of it is Joe Schmidt's fault because he was the one that initially put tried to put him in there. Who was it? So Joe Schmidt so, went there. The Clontarf played him there, and then right. Yeah, he just fell out. He just wasn't cutting the mustard for Leinster at 10, so they dropped him back to 15. And then he was actually rotated in and out of that panel that time. You think Rob Carney was still playing, so he wasn't even getting yeah. terrible amount of game time. Yeah. So, yeah. Sure enough. No, but look at Munster. Munster does an awful... I think, same as every year, I think there's an awful lot of talk about them, what they're going to be there or thereabouts. But, you know, as we, as we said the last few weeks, they have a lot of work to do and we'll... Will will they do it? I don't know. Do they have the squad to do it? I think they have the squad to win something this year. But I think the only thing that will beat Monster is Monster. 
And yeah. Tom, you hit the nail on the head last week. Irish teams are not South African teams. No. I'd hope that they would eventually, like, they have to, like, it's terrible to say, but if they don't beat Leinster this year at some level, mm. just going to, if there's yeah, a serious yeah. issue with Irish rugby going forward. Mm. Yeah, and it's, it's the different. same with Ulster, and it's not to, I know, we keep saying, I know, the other, three, the the other, three, the other no. province, Ulster have to yeah. come into it, Ulster have to start winning too, they have to beat, like some Ulster, have to beat Leinster, yeah. and, and Connacht, again, like, they had a great Ulster win, look good they, they, the weekend. they had a fantastic win, yeah, um, but, Connacht had, so. Yeah, they were really good, that, um, that try the, the, the Aussie got was incredible. Yeah. Ulster looked really good the weekend. Um, Neil Doak's young fella looks to be the real deal. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He really you know, could does. he be a future yeah. 10 for Ireland? You know, quite quite possibly because Bernard Jack went there. on against the head at Monday night that from what he hears, Montpellier or Bordeaux are targeting John Cooney. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, because John's who, who are they playing either? Like, you know, like Ulster, who, who are the beaten? Who did the beat last yeah. week? You know, Connacht, I know they did good. There was an impressive win, and it the, that team that they played deserved to go back with that after the coach's comments of what Connacht are at the moment. Like his comments were outrageous, like what he made about Ridiculous. that. What Jake White yeah, said was, you know, yeah, was. lads coming over looking for a contract in Leinster or getting <clears> game back and looking to come back to get Leinster. Like just absolute nonsense what he's coming out with. Yeah. But yeah. you know what? You I know? don't mean to stereotype or I don't mean to do anything, but he's. <laughs> Hope no South Africans are listening to this, but he's a typical <laughs> South African. You know, there was an arrogance there that just yeah. about him that I thought was gone out of a lot of them. You know, there's, there's no place for it in, in, in life. Never mind in rugby. Like, like, no, you know, yeah. absolutely. I think one of Munster's big problems in general, James and lads, uh, it's just and and the same last year. I watched a lot of this. It's just so slow to get into a game. And it's almost yeah. too late um, yeah. by the time they actually snap out of it. And that was case in point at the weekend. But last year, Munster might run in a try or two, and that's it. They had yeah. two scores in the first 15 minutes, and that's it till 60, 70 minutes. Yeah. Um, and I remember yeah. watching a lot of games last year going, here, yeah, they're gone. They're into that lull again, mm. and they're going to get beaten. And, but uh, they're yeah. going through this phase. like they're They're starting really well. And then they get into, I suppose... The middle half of a game and they're kicking ball away and they're doing this box kicking thing and they're chasing it you know i can't get my head around it like when they have what they have in their back line they don't need to do it just have a go but on that actually my i was unbelievably impressed by mike healy the weekend for monster i thought he was brilliant yeah he's a very very good, good player coach, yeah. Yeah. yeah like he is a fantastic he, he yeah. he's had some amazing games so, in yeah. the last five years Will Anson is another one up in yeah. Ulster. Like he, he was, he yeah. was good as well at the weekend. He was yeah. very good. Yeah. What's interesting that they're all sitting here and we're, we're back at Munster and they actually had a probably a more positive performance. Like Leinster last weekend. Uh, was shambolic. Shambolic. Oh, I watched like, the whole thing like an Egypt. I burned um, all my Leinster gear. I don't have any more gear. <laughs> I was disgusted. I've never. I actually don't recall a game as bad. Honest to God, don't I? Don't if, recall if, a game as bad. If Kilkenny and Dundalk came out from Fookstown on Saturday, 7-6, you'd say it was an absolute cracker. Or <laughs> two really bad attacking teams, right? Yeah. You would. It was a tight affair. That was the yeah. most boring, it was bland, yeah. rubbish yeah. game of rugby. And I sat through it all. 
I actually yeah. wanted to get up and just yeah. walk out with the dog and go for a walk somewhere. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. this is absolute rubbish. It was, and it was brutal. Each player is playing. Spencer yeah, yeah. conceded 36 turnovers. Yeah. yeah, but like, yeah, they, like yeah. Did Andrew Porter playing, like did, did Ross Byrne playing, did quality players on the pitch. Mm. Well, I'm glad you know, I was in Mullingar and not watching that. That was and I didn't, and it's I one of the first times I haven't actually gone to watch because of everyone said how bad it was. And when Eddie O'Sullivan was, even Eddie O'Sullivan was saying it was shameful, <laughs> I said, Right, I, I think we'll give this game a miss. Yeah. Oh, Tom, you didn't miss anything. I, I should have went to Mullingar with you. <laughs> he would have been entertained. He would have been entertained anyway. No, it was brutal, and I don't know what the cause of it was, whether it was. I don't know, complacency or whatever, but there was a savage team out. And that the experiment continued in the front row as well, and they're going to persist with it too, um, they were saying. Well, like, I don't know. There was no real major pressure defensively-wise. Yeah. Um, sets were poor. Execution was poor. Ross Byrne kicking the ball dead in, in, in with grubbers and crossfield kicks. Hands going to the deck. Basic errors that you think a 16s or 17s team would make, that you would pull whatever hair you had left out if they were doing it. Like... It's oh, uh, 36 Ooh, turnovers. Uh, Zebra at home in the RDS. Two of the Dragons lads, three seasons ago, they were the whipping boys of that competition. Oh, yeah. You know, Dean Ryan has done great work there as well. And I think, yeah, perhaps Leinster were bad, but you know, the Dragons kind of upped their game as well. And Leinster were blindsided or weren't expecting what they got. You know, they weren't the a 764 line good though. No, 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 no. Their no. Dragons weren't a 7-6. They weren't worthy of a 7-6 scoreline. Do you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. F- credit to them. They, they were good, but they weren't. They weren't that scoreline. You know? That's, I need to drop out there now. I have to go put yeah. kids to bed, so I'll see you all next week. That's it. Yeah, That's the Joys of a Live podcast, folks. Uh, we're, we're, <laughs> Sorry, we'll get that. this in RT. No, I had, to, I, had to, I had to mute my mic there during the podcast <laughs> earlier because the child was screaming downstairs. Well, I'm here one now. Good weekend to you all, lads. Take care. You too. Best of luck yourself. Go well, go well in your match. Um, so, lads, we'll probably wrap it up there ourselves. Uh, anyway, the go well at the weekend, uh, the two is um, all out this weekend, of course. Um, Tom, you're heading for Dublin. Um, Johnny, you're taking out the boots and you're watching a bit of rugby in the Black Gate. Yeah. So, yeah. So hopefully, I'm hopefully I'm in one piece next Thursday. <laughs> yeah, our Some seconds are actually out. Our seconds are supposed to play. Are playing your ass on Saturday night. Clondalk and are bottled and are playing in the Dublin League as usual. So yeah, they're in the Metro. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the seconds are going to play in your ass. In fairness, and we've organised uh, a team to come up on ah, Saturday just to get the lads a game. And lastly, for me, I have to say congratulations to Newbridge College. They beat, yes. um, they beat Belvedere today. Uh, <laughs> bet them well, 32-8, and have Castle Knock in the semi-final. And I'm delighted. Black Rock and yeah, Turner. Black Rock and you were the other one. So, <laughs> I, <couldn't laughs> I know my old school, and I couldn't ask for better results. Oh, today. Tom, it's brilliant, because a mate of mine coaches in Terran and we're actually playing their juniors, uh, their old six juniors, next week just myself and tom tom we'll wrap it up now thanks a yeah. for for talking to us go well at the weekend and the best of yeah luck, uh, on yeah the yeah and absolutely best luck to all, to all the all the southeast teams hopefully absolutely. we'll all get a few wins in uh, absolutely talk to you next week folks 
That's it from the Knock On Rugby podcast here on scoreline.ie. Don't forget to visit the site for more on rugby. And of course, if you're into GAA with the Clash Act and lots more. Talk to you soon.